family, welcome to the Rush Hour Sunday session on this gorgeous, gorgeous Sunday. Beautiful. Beautiful, Beautiful sunny day, so just sit back and listen to all our highlights from the week. Yeah, I'm having a look through. Yeah, right. Bluey's hotness tips. When did you do that? Yeah. What was it? Oh, that's uh, coming yeah. from you. Interesting. Hotness <laughs> tips. Wow. Uh, worst singing attempts off the back of Tex Walker singing at Blink 182. Oh, yeah. That was terrible. And Stephen Kernahan won that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> now the fringe is on, Burn. The fringe is yes. and we've had a few friends come in from the mm. fringe. Yes. Yeah, Dave Hughes joined us. Tom Gleason joined us. Catherine Blewett. She's oh, on more than yes. you, Greg. And she's making us laugh more than you. And she wants to come on next week as well. Oh, good. And my old coach, Paul Rouge, your old oh, teammate, Jazz, for international rules. So my life. sit back, Here we enjoy go. the hot weather. Open a frothy and have a laugh. <laughs> Responsibly. You have 12 new messages. Well, hello. It's Sean Craig Murphy. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. <clears throat> Sean. Sean Cra- Hang on. Let me try that again. <laughs> hello. It's Sean Craig Murphy. <laughs> Jazz, I was wondering if I could get you along to the Australian Radio School. You're definitely an innovator. Most <laughs> on-air personalities talk up to the vocal, just like this. It's the only station that plays the best hits in a 10-minute ad-free, no-repeat, super summer, South Aussie, non-stop, 90s, clean, R&B, Fridays, winning in a minute, free ticket, work day. Fantastic. But you're the only DJ in the world that talks over the vocal. Interesting. AustralianRadioSchool.com. <laughs> yeah, g'day, boys. Jeff from Alberton here. Um, you probably would have seen the Treaders has been appointed to the board. But in good news, we have a high-performance facility open and ready to go. If you have a look here, got a high-performance tarp folding, high-performance car theft over here, and... Oh, this weekend's open day, 10% off all Benson and Hedges pack of 30s. <laughs> yeah, blue! Ahead of seven cricket here, mate. Look. <laughs> Listen, I'm not happy about it. I've got to slug it for the cost of a new headset mic. But when the mic's close to your mouth, for some reason, it's like it's being exposed to some kind of strong light or reflection. It's like you've got a tanning bed coming out of your mouth. I don't know, mate. I don't know. Oh, yeah, g'day, Bird. Jack here, mate. Thanks for coming up for the harvest. Really good to see you, you know. Um, I don't know when you were leaving. Did you see the dozen beers and a bottle of wine that was on the table? Because can't find it. It was there just before you left. Look, just let me know if you find it all right, mate. Thank you. Yeah, g'day, Bernie. It's Lockie here. Great to see you on the harvest again, mate. Thanks for coming around for a few knockoffs. Uh, although you put your stuff near a 12-pack of beer and a bottle of wine, and oh, I don't know, I think you've picked it up by mistake. Oh, g'day, Bern. Peter here, mate. Sorry I couldn't make it to the harvest with a newborn. I know you understand what that's like. And um, thanks so much for the 24 beers and two bottles of wine. We really appreciate it. <laughs> By the way, did you take a pack of nappies with you by mistake? Oh, oh boys, it, it, it's KG. Yeah. Oh, jeez, did you watch the Super Bowl? What a win by the Kansas City... <laughs> the, the, the chefs. Oh, no. Oh, oh, Blue, congratulations on, on your own show. My beautiful grandkids are a big fan of, of, of Bluey. I told them down at the pub I have known Bluey for many years and, and I love working with him and they put me in a jacket that makes me hug myself. Oh, yeah, g'day, Molly, it's Wazza here. Um, if you get time, if you want to come over to my Super Bowl party and that down at Onkers. Not interested in the game, we're just passing around a Super Bowl, so 
Oh. Yeah, g'day, Jazz. Rick from the Gays of Footy Club. Uh, you want to give us a call back? Mika from the Stansbury Pub. Good to see you boys rolling after the harvest for a nice earned brew. Sorry we didn't have time to get the drive-through sorted. We're still working out a few kinks. One of which being the old man being the one taking the orders. Have a look, have a look at this. Triple twist lemon squeeze latte. Working man's drink. <laughs> you also received this message again. G'day, Andrew Jarman. Oh. Now, Jarman, I know you've been looking out for a new nickname. Yeah. Although our other boys, we have started calling you first marriage. Yeah. Cause you never work out. <laughs> <You're back. laughs> there are no more messages. <laughs> hey, now listen. Or oh, barking like a dog, woofing. <laughs> Valentine's Day tomorrow. What is it? Valentine's Day tomorrow. All right, so for all you single folk out there, I've been reading a book written by Lillian Park. Have you? And it's been called (laughs) How to Win Friends and Influence Fungi. What? Now, I don't know what that means, but there's five main things that came out of this read. Yes, great. And it's to do with boosting your hotness. Oh. Okay, Jazz? As in looks. And, yes, one is to wear red. So Lillian reckons um, that wearing red is a foolproof way to increase, increase your attractiveness. Studies have shown that men find women more desirable yeah. when they are wearing this passionate colour. Oh. And probably the other way round. Oh, well, wow. No. Tiger Woods wears oh. red on the, on, Sunday. on the Sunday. My so. wife could wear anything and she's still attractive oh, yeah. and beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Surround yourself with attractive friends. This is the second point. Oh. No, right. Surrounding yourself with attractive friends can actually make you look better too. This phenomenon, known as the cheerleader effect, means that having good-looking friends enhances your own desirability. So what am I doing with you two? I'm going to move on from you two. You two meatheads. We go, all right? We make oh, look, I need so to be around classy make, people. We make you look better. That's what yeah. uh, right. Lillian is saying. Lillian. Yeah. Be approachable. This is the third one. Right. Being approachable plays a significant role in how hot you appear. Research has shown that people who are approached by others tend to be perceived as more attractive and experience greater chemistry. Okay. Okay. Mm. Uh, the fourth one, repeated exposure. Uh, what sort of exposure? People become more attractive. Well, I'm not talking about that exposure. (laughs) Attractive as the night goes on. Now, this isn't beer goggles we're talking about. This is a study conducted at a bar in Sydney found that repeated exposure to the same people throughout the evening combined with a smaller pool of potential suitors influenced how hot individuals were perceived to be. Gregory. There you go. All right. Now... This is the fifth and last. What if you drink? You're going to be long. Have a great personality. So that rules you out, just. I'm afraid. What What about a few drinky drinks? So, kindness, generosity, dependability, and supportiveness all contribute to increased attractiveness. 
All right, so there you go. That's good oh, advice for tomorrow, some, Greg. just some advice. For so you. This, is, this is some advice for if you're a single male or female out there tomorrow. Yep. yep. Follow Greg's steps. That's right. Five yep. steps of. Yep. Love. Is Blue Owl love doctor now? Nah. Is that your new title? So I'm an all rounder. Yeah. I'm an all rounder. I like it. You're not likely to meet them on Valentine's Day. Yeah, exactly. Five points to boost your hotness. So how there you go. You, how, Bang. So how, how would how would your beautiful wife <laughs> Catherine rate your hotness from say naught to five? It's a sizzling five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. The sizzle. You, you, you're oh, sizzling, eh? I'll tell you that. <laughs> you're sizzling. Oh, you're right. overcooked, baby. Valentine's Day came oh, one day early for old Catherine. Oh. <laughs> it's Triple M's rush hour. <laughs> Yesterday we played a bit of Tex Walker's audio from the Blink 182 Don't concert. Don't play that again. No, we're going to play that <laughs> oh, now. No, this is him. We don't want to... <sighs> <laughs> that sounded yeah, like he a stuffed okay. the lyrics up, didn't he? <laughs> sounded like a two-stroke lawnmower driving up. Starker's carrying honestly. So, but yeah, that yeah. reminded us of well, another ex-captain of a big footy club over in Melbourne after no. the 1995 no. Premiership, the great Not Stephen <laughs> Kernahan and stand by no. your man. This is brilliant. Sometimes it's hard <laughs> to be a woman. <laughs> giving all your love to just one man. Stand by your man. <laughs> Tell the world you love him. <laughs> Keep giving all the love you can. <laughs> Baby! <laughs> <laughs> He needs a couple of backups. He hates it when it goes to him. He doesn't like that. Don't keep playing it. Lucky he's not South Australian. But he is a South Australian. He's South Australian. That's why I said it. That's fake up. Does he live back here now? No, no. He's still in, but he can still listen to it. What a great man. He's a great South Australian of all. It must be a captain thing or great captain thing because this is another great captain, the great Jonathan Brown. We'll go riding on the horses, yeah, yeah. Way up in the sky, little darling. Way up to the sky. Whoa, whoa, pick you up, pick you up. My favourite bit. Whoa, 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 whoa. See, at least the oh. footballers have the courage to yeah. put themselves out no, there. It's brilliant. Cricketers don't. Brilliant. Oh, all they? conservative, all about me. Couldn't find any cricketers singing, no, and I looked you. everywhere. Oh, but this is another did. great ex-captain. It's mm-hmm. One we played with Jars and one Triple M breakfast crew member. Yeah, honey, I got to show just what I can do <laughs> because I think I know what you're going through. Oh, no. Whoa. What the hell is, is that, wrong with that? Is that it? <laughs> is that I, think, it? I don't think we need to hear it again. Oh, rude, rude. Never do that again, please. Was he trying to rap? <laughs> can we hear that one again? All right. Yeah, oh, honey, I got to show just what I can do <laughs> because I think I know what you're going through. <laughs> what song is that? <laughs> I can't tell. Roo, <laughs> and I'm singing through, and you. At least he didn't pop an uh in there. <laughs> and uh, you. 
you guys haven't mentioned any of your singing, to be fair. No, 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 we're because good. we actually have no. Burn having a crack at this song. Oh, no, this. February made me shiver. Are we lost? With every yep. paper yeah. I Go okay. Bad news on the doorstep. Chorus is coming. <laughs> I couldn't take one more step. That's not bad. Uh, That's not bad. That was in an opener. I didn't mind that. for you. You threw to that. Yeah. I like Greg. it. Yeah. This is Greg's. Is it? No, oh. this is yours, Jazz. We've got you first. Yes. Everybody! <laughs> Goodbye. Who could have had a name on you Still don't know the words When you change with every new day Still I'm gonna miss you Charles, that is how you do it But you had a band there It's easier Speaking of bands, Greg You had actually the the artist singing in the background of yours You you hid behind her Really? 2007, Rihanna released her third oh. album, Good Girl Gone Bad. Song. We've unearthed something oh, here. Song. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, only, right. and, and only yesterday, Greg, you had a crack at oh, well, oh. what you thought was one of Madonna's songs. Oh, this was painful. Madonna. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, she went number <laughs> one with her <laughs> album. No, that's Bon Jovi. Honestly. Give it on a prayer. You know, you're what? so disrespectful <laughs> <laughs> to Madonna. Oh, very who's good. Who's got a lot of Botox in her face. Very these good days. to Bon Jovi. Mm. But Can Rihanna's we, uh, your baby. And, oh, you love and family, oh, just because you want it again. Let's, let's have another crack at I need Steve, Harry Styles. Stephen Kernahan, let's oh, have another go. Come on, stop. Sometimes <laughs> it's hard to be a woman. Oh, man. <laughs> Shut that What's up next? (laughs) Our next guest has one of the most iconic, recognizable, and ripped off voices of our time. G'day, guys. Really great to be here. And the real Husey loves Adelaide. You know I love Adelaide. The best city in the world. (laughs) Please welcome to Triple M's Rush Hour. Mr. Dave Hughes. Oh, welcome, Husey, to the Rush Hour on this beautiful Wednesday here in Adelaide. And I do love Adelaide. No, you, you don't. don't know that. <laughs> no, you, you don't know mate. that. You f- no, <laughs> no, you don't. Well, You're a Victorian in barracks for a, a club called Carlton. Good season last year, Jazz. Premiership favourites, aren't no. they, Husey? What's that, mate? They're premiership favourites, aren't they, Carlton? We're keeping a look. No, actually, there's no lid yet. <laughs> we, we, we've got the. We're talking dynasty, um, so <laughs> why not? You know, Kansas City Chiefs can do it. Why can't we do it? You know, so exactly. Absolutely. Patrick Cripps is, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, whatever. Like Patrick. <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't mind. And Bossy's David Parkin, is he? No, he's had the bloke Reed. The bloke, the Reed. I was thinking with the Kansas City Chiefs team. How he's Reed? a bad old bloke. Is he Reed? <laughs> Taylor Swift's boyfriend oh, beat right. up. I was, was going to say, yeah. who's Taylor Swift? <laughs> <laughs> Hughes he is. Oh, Hughes. 
Who's the Swifty? Swifty. Swifty's, Swifty's, I don't know, one of the girlfriends. I'm not sure. Um, right. It's hard to keep up since uh, Megan Gale left. So, um, <laughs> come, on. come on. Hey, you're over here Again. on Feb 17 and 24. Yeah. Fringe show fully furnished. Wow. Now, I know you're into your real estate. Has it got some sort of parallel? There's a what? connection. You know, the, the connection of fully furnished is yeah. a true story. I'm a humble bloke, and you know that, yeah. humble beginnings, grew up in a commission house, um, was on the dole for seven years, um, you know, and have never been on serious drugs, so every all the money I've kept, so um, I don't own a boat, so I bought a block of flats, bought a block of flats yeah. in Melbourne, so um, a humble block. One of my mates who, you know, he did go on hard drugs and I didn't, so he's got no money. He moved into one of them, oh, or he no. wanted to, no, his, his missus kicked him out, right, so she kicked him out of the house. Because she wanted to see other men, and that's fair enough, you know. Yeah. So um, he needed somewhere to live, and I said, "Mate, you can you can you can move into one of my flats." And he goes, "How much?" And I go, "It's a two bedroom flat, by the way, which has been for, uh, you know renovated." I said, "150 and fifty bucks a week." This is the inner city Melbourne. Jeez, that's, that's pretty good. cheap, guys. That's good. It's really good. You know, this bloke who's on the dole goes, oh, I'll have a look at it first. I'm not just going to move in blindly. <laughs> I'm like, all right, mate, yeah, see if it's not up to your standards. Anyway, I, I, ha- I give him the keys and he rings me from the flat and he goes, you didn't tell me it was fully furnished. I said, it's not. And he said, it is. I said, it's not. He said, it is. And there's, there's also, the, he said, there's, there's clothes in the wardrobes. Oh. I said, well, I said, mate, you're in the wrong flat. I've given you the wrong key. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Get out of the flat you're in. <laughs> he said, I've got to finish the sandwich I've just made. He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. Hey, uh, hey Husey, so Feb 17, that's actually this Saturday. Do you, it is, is yeah. it a, um, do you come in and then fly back? Yeah. Or, or how do you spend your time in Adelaide in your mm. free time? Oh, dear. No, I love Adelaide. And you know I love I've said that at the start of the interview. I love Adelaide. <laughs> but I'm in and out. So I've got a, look, I do radio in Sydney and my family's in Melbourne. So I'm all over the place. And I've recently had a shoulder operation. So... Because um, I damaged my shoulder surfing. Yeah, over there, tell us over about that. Summer. Yeah, didn't you? What yeah. happened? Mate, that was horrendous. Sooked up a that bit was like horrendous. Yeah, they no, I didn't sook up. That's I thought what, I to take some photos. That's what we got told in Adelaide. No, it wasn't a sook up. It was. It was actually. A, um, it was a, an example of stoicism. It was oh, someone who, you know, they didn't have the green whistle. Like oh. when you guys, you know, break your leg or whatever playing footy or yeah. cricket or whatever, you get the green whistle. Yep. You know, the surf lifesavers of the Gold Coast apparently no more green whistle because they used to partying too much and they run out. So I was on the beach at the Gold Coast yeah. crying for two hours, just saying they said an ambulance is coming. I said, well, I can't see it, so just give me something. My wife and and got me a Panadol, you know. No. That'll do the trick. She said, it's fast acting. I said, honey, it's not going to do the job, right? I literally got one of the surf lifesavers who at the time had an umbrella and was holding it above me like the sunburn was my biggest concern. So, And I got him to drive me in his buggy and he said, it's not meant to go on the road. I said, just take it somewhere, man. I've got to find some drugs. We have to find some drugs. Yeah, but we you said you didn't do drugs. I don't, but this was the day. This was a soft truck. This was the time. If I had a meth I would have said how much, mate. I'll have your whole bag. But, um, Did you ring your mate in the flat? He would have moved, yeah. No, nah, well, that's too far away. That was in Melbourne. <laughs> he would have had the good stuff. But um, now I, I eventually eventually got into a clinic, and they didn't even have it. Even these clinics don't have the good, the green whistle. All I wanted was the green whistle. So 
I ended up just, you know, I said, whatever you've got, just give it to me. I don't know. Just give whatever's in the syringe. I want it. If it just give me a COVID vaccine. Just do something to make me feel good right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> look, two hours later, I got the green whistle. I put it back in. And then a month later, I find out I'd done complete damage to the shoulder. And, and so I've had an operation like last Tuesday. So the same guy that did Chris Judd's four shoulders, yeah. he also did... He gave Cooter a new shoulder. <laughs> he did Warney back in the day. He's you might know him. Greg Hoy is his name. So, he did my um, shoulder. Anyway. He did yours, he Ben. Did my shoulder. All the big stars, obviously. He's done it once. <laughs> he did Russell Crowe's shoulder as well. You know. <laughs> so he he told me that when Russell Crowe was um, uh, Russell Crowe insisted having on his phone when he was during the surgery, even though he was going to be knocked out. He needed his phone with him apparently. What? And the phone rang while Russell was knocked out, and it was. It was Meg Ryan on the line, and the cowboy answered the phone. I said, G'day, Meg. It was weird, anyway. That was back in the day. Chatting with our dear friend Dave Hughes, uh, ahead of his fringe show, Fully Furnished, performing on the Feb 17th and the 24th. Now, Dave, when you say you come over, and thanks for uh, sharing us your time because we know you're a bit of a, a big deal, did you really enjoy, uh, they said record ratings for the... Um, Mars Singer. The what? Mars Singer. Yeah. Yeah, how did you go about that? Just tell us, is any of us a chance to get on there this season? Do you need a good voice? No, yeah, you don't really. No, you don't. You just need to, you know, have a week, a spare week, and we'll get you on. Um, you know, <laughs> we have a couple of big stars, and then we run out of money. So anyway, <laughs> if, if you work for cab charges, you can be on basically. So. <laughs> no, that's that's a great show. Right. A great show, and we're looking forward to coming back on Channel Ten later in the year. Channel Ten haven't got any money left, basically. So, hey, um, we touched on Carlton a little bit earlier, right. but you must have been up and about, uh, knock Melbourne out in straight sets, into a prelim, six goals up in a prelim, yeah. were, you, were you getting grand final tickets, did you get ahead of yourself like the rest of them? No, as soon as Brisbane kicked, I think Brisbane kicked the last goal of the first quarter and we probably knew it was over to be honest, but um, like, we enjoyed the ride, we really did, and the, the win against Melbourne, I was actually in the MCC dining room uh, hanging out with Sticks Kernahan, oh, yeah. and uh, me and Sticks had a moment in the urinal, I tell you what, it was I mean, it was. Oh, no. We, we we all love sticks, you know. We love sticks, but yeah. that was that was two grown men who were just really enjoying life. So, um, yeah, <laughs> did you, that was wonderful. Did, that Melbourne game was amazing. Did he rip out any stairs? Oh, <laughs> you know what he actually what he said. I actually I had it ready to go for my Instagram, and but then he then he was. He's, no, you can't use that. Because <laughs> he got a bit. He basically told Melbourne to f off, you know. Yeah, and he yeah, probably yeah. shouldn't do that in the, no, in the MCC no. members' uh, dining room. So no. <laughs> I didn't use it. I didn't use it. I, hey. I looked after the big man. Hey, Hughes, we all go to cafes, but I understand you've recently visited a cat cafe. Hang on. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it was for my daughter's 11th birthday. Um, it wasn't my idea. And I was, you know, thank God I was still jacked up on the endone for their shoulder <laughs> surgery. Because it it's the worst time you can ever have. I mean, I don't hate cats, but you get 30 cats in a room and... Um, <laughs> It's just weird, and they didn't want us to be there, no, and I didn't no. want to be there, and then like you know, they're just they're not it. My job, we apparently take you in there, and now you you've got to entertain the cats. Why? I mean, we paid to be here. They're doing they're getting free food. They just entertain us, but they, the cats have got no interest. So I'm just going to say this right now: never go to a cat cafe, right? and don't order the muffins either. They're just going to wear those muffins. You're not so. you're not like Josh Jenkins, eh? You don't walk your cat around on a leash. 
And I did that once. And Josh, I mean, that, that is, that's pure JJ. But I did it once. When me and my wife first oh, started no. going, we got a cat and we took it to the beach. And uh, and I'll never forget the look in the cat's eye. We were trying to get it to frolic through the shallows. It was like, get a, the cat was looking at us like, get a dog, you dickhead, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, very hey, Hughes, before we say goodbye, Valentine's Day today. <clears throat> Do yeah. you look after your wife or you don't give her stuff about the day? You know what? She actually, first thing in the morning, she said, don't buy, don't send flowers. Because often, like, you know, through, you know what it's like, you're on radio, you're looking for content and yeah. you get one of your producers to, you know, they give you the idea to send flowers to your partner's work. And she said, no, don't do it. Oh. It's too embarrassing. Do not send flowers to my... She works, she's a school teacher, guys, at a, a public school in Melbourne. She said it's just, she doesn't need the attention, apparently. So, so I've done nothing, basically. So what time did you send them? Drop in the club. <laughs> I actually did once send, I did once send a, no, yes. I, I, you know what? I was at the Fringe, because often the Valentine's Day is when the Fringe is on. Yeah. I sent her flowers from Adelaide. No, I didn't send her flowers. I rang her once on Valentine's morning <laughs> and said, I haven't got your flowers. And she says, that's Okay. And I'd been away for a couple of weeks at that point in Adelaide. And she, the way she said, that's okay, I realised it wasn't okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I quickly got online and sent her some flowers. And then she rang me back and said, you were joking. I said, that's what I do. You know, that's what I do. I'm a joker. Of course I was going to send you flowers. Oh, always a good laugh Love with you, Hoosie. Thanks for joining us and fully furnished. Get along to that. February 17 and 24. Uh, we'll be there, mate. So good luck. Good on you, legends. Appreciate you the best. You no. know? And Keep you there. love Adelaide too. Don't yeah. forget. You know what I've had one. He's got an interview with Sydney next. He loves Sydney too. <laughs> 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 Zach Butters came to my show. Zach Butters came and then had the best season of anyone. So any, you know, Port Power or Crows footballers want to come and have a good season, come and see Husey, all right? Love you, mate. Take care, mate. See you, Husey. Cheers, guys. Boone, you've had a great day with obviously your beautiful wife, Abs. Fabs. Uh, <laughs> and I, we know where we stand on Valentine's Day. Gregory, yep. you said you've had a great day for Valentine's Day because you've got a beautiful well, it's just wife, another Catherine. Day, yes. Yeah, yeah. So did you give her a hug or a kiss this morning? Mm, yes or no? No. Okay. No. Did you forget Catherine's birthday two weeks ago? Oh, no. I like this. You didn't. It's on green. No, I didn't. Right, you didn't. Nope. What's her star sign? I don't know. She's February one. So oh, what's that? He doesn't even know her well, what bloody star. I'm not into my stars. Who gives a stuff about a good stars? Kisser? Yes or no? Very good kisser. Okay. Oh no. What's her best features on her body? Would you say? Oh, oh just. turn it up. No, 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 no. It's just a, it's a, a compliment. Um, I'd say her lovely eyes, great skin, great lips. Yeah. I'd say her yeah. stomach. Would you know what her favourite her personality, <laughs> Greg? On her body, you didn't say the best best body feature. Yeah, I just said. Yeah. What's that? What's personality no. got to do? Said, so what did you feature? like about her? And you've yeah. gone straight oh, right. to her tummy. Okay. You've got what's all this about? No, no, no. Because no, I'm going to go through Burn in the tick. But what right. about her favourite song? What would it be? Mm, you don't rhythm even know is a about dancer. A what? Rhythm is a dancer. <laughs> what's her favourite colour? Would you know what Catherine's favourite all-time colour is? Purple. Purple. Right. All-time is she romantic? Not really. Catherine's not romantic. Oh, interesting. And a movie? What's her all-time favourite movie? Mm, that's a good question. You don't uh, know about Catherine, do you? How long have you been married? 
She hasn't watched many movies. No, no, I'm just, I'm just giving How long? I don't know, about... You've uh, turned your own mic yeah, off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm about to do it. I don't know, nine years? <laughs> nine years, you don't even know. What? Uh, Catherine Blewett, welcome to the oh, rush hour. She's back. Mrs Cricket Lips, he doesn't know your star sign. He said you're an OK kisser. He said he didn't forget your yep. birthday two weeks ago. Yeah. So he's a liar. Right. Oh. He reckons he didn't. He gave you a hug this morning from Valentine's Day. Yes or no? Lies. <laughs> I said no. Get that right. And he said the best feature on your body is your tummy. Well, maybe. <laughs> it might be true there. He doesn't know about your favourite colour or your favourite song. I said his favourite colour is purple. You... Did you say Catherine's romantic? Yes or no? No. <laughs> No, that's true. You got, yeah, true. One from 12 so far? Yeah, one from 12. <laughs> is this, this the man? Catherine Blewett show, is yeah, it? Yes, what? it is, because we're, we're just sharing things. her on every week. You don't even know. How long have you been married? Yeah, she's entertaining, Greg. How she long have you been married? How long have we been married? What? Nine years. What's the date? Twelve. Twelve years. Oh, and you've got no idea. <laughs> you got to leave what That's is not it? true. You're actually you're the one in the gun here because how old Sam? Nine. Yeah, and you were pregnant with Sam when we got married. So how is it? Twelve. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Yeah. No, we'll cut that bit out. We got married. Oh, here we go. Look, look. Oh, hang on. We beat. No. Okay. Yeah. 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 Hang on, I think it's 10. It's we got married in 2014. Yeah, maybe 10, 9, 10. It's 10. Well, 9's closer than 12. Nah. <laughs> I'm thinking how long we've been together. Oh, All right, technical, okay. Small technicality. Yeah. What, okay, date, yeah. what date's your wedding? Yeah. Oh, oh that was no, September. That. September? November. You've got to leave him, Mrs. Crampton. Oh. I've told you, we've got room down at, at Henley. Bring no, the boys. It's, it's happening, Jars. It's, it's it's coming. It's happening soon. This is terrible, babe. Oh. Have you got any right so far? Oh, yeah, closer than twelve years. Yes, you've got. So can in September. Oh, actually, what's your favourite colour, babe? Well, lilac, to be precise. Yeah, purple. Yeah, that's no, what I said. No, purple. Not purple. purple. Lilac. Oh, no, lilac. What's lilac? Pink a tinge to it. Sounds like a city. Okay. It sounds like a nail. Oh, we you feel for you, Mrs. Cricket Lips. Mm. On Valentine's Day, he didn't give you a hug. He didn't give you a kiss. He no. Said, you know, he forgot your birthday. Well, yeah, and he forgot Valentine's Day. So he woke up this morning, and his oh. biggest concern was what he was going to wear to golf. Oh. <laughs> Does he anyway. parade around and go, "What do I look like in this, babe? Yes. Babe, what do I look like? How's my ass look?" He changes his top about five times. Oh. <laughs> what about this color? This is the biggest stitch up. Baby, you're going to be looking after the boys. Where are they? They're just running around on the street somewhere, are they? <laughs> School they finishes are. at I'll six. Drop them home. But I have, guys, I just got to tell you this. Right. So I thought, well, he hasn't vis- uh, wished me a happy Valentine's Day today. Nope. And I thought, I'm sure he'll do it sometime. So he called me after golf and I thought, oh, well, here it is. This is, this is hmm. when he'll say it. And he rang me to ask me what was for dinner. (laughs) And I said, did you want to wish me a happy Valentine's Day? And his response, quote, unquote, was... I thought we didn't. I thought we didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. Hang on. Did you wish me a happy Valentine's Jeez. Day? 
I did. And then I said, well, happy Valentine's Day, Bobes. Yeah. And then you didn't say anything. Don't have to say Bobes on, yeah. uh, on radio. <laughs> no, no, no. What's what's that? Bobes? Wow. Mrs. Cricklitz, what's Bobes? Greg's nickname, Bobes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> What? <laughs> no worries, Bips. This is Pip, oh, man. This is brilliant. Okay, oh. thanks, babe. No, See have you have a lovely day, Mrs. Uh, Cricket Lips. Ed, Ed, thanks, thanks for the time. Mm. Thank you. I think she should go full there time. She is. Oh, yeah. so we need her full time. <laughs> yeah. She very own Catherine Blewett. Yeah. Mate, I might be better off looking after the kids. You're in yeah. trouble when you get home. Oh, yeah. You forget everything. Mm. And do you change your top five, six times before you go out to golf? That's no. No, you three. do. Three, yeah, three, three times. <laughs> <laughs> Our next guest has an impressive CV. Professional footballer, head coach of the Swans. For the people who have waited 72 years to see South Melbourne slash Sydney Swans win the Premiership, here it is! And the Demons. Broadcaster, founder and director of Performance by Design and co-director of Nurture 360 Retreat. Please welcome to Triple M's Rush Hour, Bernie Vince's old coach, Mr. Paul Roos. Good afternoon, Paul Roos. Welcome to the top-rating Rush Hour here in Adelaide. Wow, what a lineup! I'm a little bit overawed about today's <laughs> afternoon. You would be. It's not often I get nervous, but I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you most nervous about, Roosie? Oh, that's a great question. Okay. Um, that's a great question. I mean, it's hard to, to separate the three of you. I mean, honestly, this is just, I, you know, it's, honestly, I'm speechless. And Bernie, you know I'm not speechless very no, often. No, I can't yeah. shut you up normally. But anyway, yeah. um, you, got, you always tell a story about Andrew Jarman oh. back in the day on the International Rules Tour. Now, oh, here's, no. here's your platform. Tell us all about <laughs> it. I'm going to give you two, give you two <laughs> quick stories. So we roomed, we roomed together in Dublin Island. It's about 3 a.m. in the morning. The phone rings in the in the room, and I roll over, and Jars is asleep. So I pick up the phone, and it's the recruiting officer of the Carlton Footy Club. And I go, "Mate, it's Paul, yeah, look, can we speak to Andrew Jam?" I go, "Jars, Jars, wake up, wake up." He goes, "Yeah, what, 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 what?" I said, "Wake up." So I hand him the phone, and I roll back over to sleep. So I hear a little bit of dribble from Jars for about thirty seconds, and then the conversation keeps on going, and I'm like. Hang on, Jars is not speaking now. So I roll back over. So Jars is asleep with a phone in his arm hanging out. So I just picked up the phone and hung up. So it's all you calm supporters listening. That's probably why Jars never went to the never went to the Carlton the Carlton Footy Club. You could have played in the 95 Premiership, Jars. What sort of state were you in, Jars? I don't think we were in a good uh, place where we were. We were a bit hungover. Didn't we win a test match? Yeah, we weren't. Yeah, it wasn't a great great time to ring, to be fair to you. Like, they deserve what they got. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I loved him. He was a great man, Rosie. Hey, you coming to Adelaide, Rosie? Tell us all about it. What's happening? Yeah, excited, actually. It's a true North, the Wonderlust event. So, Tammy and I and, and Bern, as you know, we, we sort of introduced the meditation to to Sydney and then obviously Melbourne later on in that. There's, there's Goodsy, Sarah Wilson's a the host. There's Abella Lucas and Panjita who's come over to do some meditation. Gurura, Radic Salik, Steph Strings. So it's a really good lineup. It's really about what I love about these events. I, I think we've sort of lost our way a little bit in terms of looking after ourselves and personal development and, and making sure because it's, yeah, it's a busy world. Everyone's doing stuff flat out. We've come out of a 
pretty tough time. So, look, there's some really good information, some really good speakers, and this will be our final event. We've had, we've already had one in Melbourne, Sydney. We're going to Perth, and then finish off in Adelaide, so I can catch up with some old friends, which is good. Yeah. So, meditation. Um, do you do anything in the leadership space as well, Rusey? Yeah, actually, it was a really good. Brad, Brad is going to interview myself, Tammy, and Adam, and we really go through the journey of the Sydney Swans, not only from a meditation, but also from a leadership. Yeah, Goodsy was one of our leaders and he speaks about on stage. And it was actually funny because last week we did it. It's the first time I've ever been on a player on stage um, and, and go back over the time at Sydney. And it was really special for me too to hear yeah, how important it was for Adam to be part of the leadership group and how we would, how we started the leadership group in Coffs Harbour and what it meant to him and the things that he had to work on. Yeah, as well as introducing the meditation. So, yeah, there's a, there's a lot for everyone and we talk a lot about that leadership and, and how it all started back with the Swans. Yeah, you introduced it, as you said, at Melbourne and it was something that I'd never delved into and I still do it to this day uh, quite regularly, probably not as regularly as you guys, but I still do use it. So, Like what, like what Bernie? What do you... I do meditation, right. so probably, probably only two or three times a week. I know yeah. you're meant to do it daily, but um, I found it, you must be proud of that. You have long-lasting effects on players that you've introduced it to. Yeah, absolutely. And Goodsy was the same, mate. You're right. I mean, it's such a really, really good tool to use. And, yeah, I meditate every day. And, you know, if Andrew Darman had to meditate the night before he lost his passport, <laughs> the night before he lost his passport, oh, lost his if he had to meditate <laughs> then we wouldn't have had to drive all the way from the Los Angeles airport to the ambassador's office in Beverly Hills and waste my day and then drive him all the way back only to find the passport in the bottom of Daryl Hart's oh, no. bag. So if we had him induced meditation back then, he would have had more clarity, more focus, and he would have got on the plane a lot more calmer. Bruzy, maybe he was meditating to that Carlton recruiting officer. Bruzy saved my life. Without him, I would never have been here in Adelaide. I would have been in some jail in Mexico. <laughs> I've never put, in all honesty, like the look, you know, we had a good, we, had a, we did have a good trip. So great it was a fun trip. trip. Yeah. Everyone had a great time. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, Joe's had the sweetheart back home, all we all know. Yeah, and Maz. You know, Maz. And so, yeah, and there's a lot of conversation between the two of them that I overheard you and yeah, during the time together. So he was pretty keen to get back yeah. to Australia. Yeah. We rock up at the airport and, yeah, we helped him. Purdy, myself and Ozzy helped him get the bags there and we were staying a bit longer. Yeah. And he fronted up to check in. You, the poor guy. Like, seriously. I'd never see a look on yeah. his face, you know. Honestly. So I, yeah. Honestly, it was just devastating, Jazz, wasn't it? You saved my life, mate. I'll never, I'll never forget what you did, ever. Ever. Oh, there you go. Great. How's Tammy and the kid? How's well? You're a, you're a grandpa now. Freshly yeah. done, had a had a little baby. Uh, how's that life? Yeah, it's awesome, mate. It's so cool. I mean, obviously having having kids and Dylan's now 29, Tyler 27, oh. uh, but having the grandkids. You know, Raina, yeah, what a pleasure. You know, mm. the little fella. It's, it's about 18 months now, so starting to wander around and smiling and yes and no and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, look at different phase in my life, which is which is really cool. So the other good thing is, you know, when you've got your own kids, you can't hand it back to anyone. So <laughs> when, 
any of the grandkids, mate. Uh, no, nah, it's really good fun. So it's good being back in Australia for a while and, and good doing the, the Wonderlust. And, yeah, life's pretty good. Hey, Rusey, tell us about being in charge of Bernie as well because yeah. I've got to know Bernie really well over the last... What three or four years? Be and kind, Rosie, he can be, be he can be a handful at times. Let's just say that. How did you, how did you handle him? <laughs> There's no off button with Burn, Rosie. You know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we had a we actually had a connection. I don't know whether most people know this, Burn, but Burn came up the train for Sydney. Yes. I don't know what year that was, Burn. 05, we brought up for 05, 05 yeah. rookies. October. Um, and we we wanted to take Burn, but we we didn't. Then all of a sudden, so I, I actually followed his career pretty closely, and it was really good to. To, to get him across to the Swans. We needed some experience. We needed some gun players. But our first practice game, here's a little story on Bernie. Oh, so right. first, our yeah. first practice game at Eddie Ed Stadium, yeah, so you you want to show up. I'm the new coach, new player. You want to get there early. You want to make sure that, you know, <laughs> the, the players respect you and, you know, you're a leader of the footy club by the fact you've been around the, you know, yeah. around footy club. So I get there pretty sharp, pretty early, looking pretty schmick, you know. <laughs> I'm you know, looking at the door, making sure all the players are coming in on time. And then about 20 minutes later, I get a text from Ben going, oh, Rusie, I might be a bit late. Georgie got off the freeway a little bit early and we're coming down Flinders Street and the traffic's ridiculous. So, I believe it. I think, did I ring you? I think I rang him. Yeah, I you said, rang hey, me. It's all right, don't worry. I said, what are you doing? He goes... I'm running down Flinders Street. <laughs> I ran. I ran. I got on a tram. I had no idea where the tram was going. I was asking people where the tram's going. Just pointing in the right Have direction. Have you heard of Marvel? Eddie had whatever it was at the time. And oh. I eventually got there and, geez, I was sweating by the time we got there. I think the song was just about to go and then went out and played well. And dominated. Yeah, he did. He played. He played well. And the other one that was a funny, just quickly, I don't know how much time I got. We went, what about when we did, went down the highway? Oh, yeah. yeah. We stole so the four we, points. We, we went down the we, – we were, I think, three and eight going into the bye. We went down to Geelong. Geelong, And I think it was – was it two of their 300? Joel Corey and Corey Enright. One yes, of them was playing 300. So we're going down. We're still building team. And, but, yeah, Geelong at Geelong is a very, very hard. And we actually had a blinder and played well. We won the game. We've come back up the freeway. But probably one of the most unfortunate things that happened in the game is B. Vince outmarked Tommy Hawkins oh. in a one-on-one. What? A, a genuine one-on-one contest. Genuine. And I don't like to say this, but it was a genuine one-on-one contest. And we went back to a pub in Port Melbourne and Jeez. celebrated. And I reckon he went over a hundred times that night. Someone said with the mainly the Tommy McDonald and Lyndon Dunn yes. so sent up back and full back. Oh, how hard is it's it, you blokes? Bloody how easy. hard is it? Easy <laughs> back here, just work them under it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, very good fun down there, Rosie. Hey, Rosie. Um, now, Jars always thinks he's ahead of the curve and he's got all this mail, and he dropped something on you a couple of days ago. Oh, so just oh, listen, and I'd love a response, please. Here okay. we go. Heard along the grapevine that Paul Ruse, the Paul. great Paul Ruse. Could be linked to the Adelaide Crows. <laughs> In what, what, what capacity? Of... Well, I'm just saying he's got strong links with Nixie. Yes. Yes, yes. he does. Uh, 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 uh. Some calls have been coming to and fro. He <laughs> might even be having Paul Ruse on next week. Excellent. As a you replay surprise. this. You replay yeah. this. So I'll ask right. him. So, so what, just what are you saying? Just along the grapevine that the great man may be doing <laughs> so he, something down there at Westlake. Well, well, that's the start. <laughs> All right, Rosie, <laughs> I can say anything. <laughs> 
I tell you that that is not true. I tell you a quick story to finish up. I did nearly, I did nearly play jars with you at the Adelaide Crow. Yes, yes. So Shory, yeah, Shory went there in. What year was that? Ninety-five. Five. And I and Fitzroy were going oh, broke. He yeah. wanted me to come yes. to Adelaide. I was really keen to come. Oh. Yeah, I knew Tony McGuinness really well. Yes, still do. Chris McDermott, Andrew Jarman, and I was dead keen to come, oh. but they couldn't get anyone to go to Fitzroy to way. trade. Was it you that I kissed one? Who did I kiss <laughs> one? <day>? Me. <laughs> it you was gave, you. Yeah, and you kept yeah. Grab, yeah you, you teased <laughs> me most games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because he was annoying, annoying yeah. the hell out of me. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think I played on you. And we tagged each other. Yeah. Tagged yeah, each exactly. other. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I think that was the night I had to go to Rod Jamison's 21st after you beat us because the, <laughs> right. the umpire was the worst free kick in the history of the game. <laughs> you let it the go. worst free kick. The what? It wasn't a free <laughs> kick. We laughed. It was shocking, Judge. Can you play the replay of that? No. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have a look at that. We'll find that. So, just to say goodbye and finish up, it's uh, you can confirm that there is no dialogue between you and West Lakes? No, 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 no. <laughs> well done, Josh. It's a long way to come back to work. <laughs> He's still one of the last true north at West Lakes. <laughs> That's the connection. That's what you heard. Shut up. Uh, always good fun, Rudy. Love you, Thanks mate. for joining us on the Thanks, rush. Guys. Right here. Good on you. We'll catch Thanks up soon. On. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, good on you. Thanks, yeah. guys. See yeah, you. Yeah, Paul Roos. What, what a ripper. Star. What a ripper. Just found another diary to share with you and the family. Hope good. you enjoy it. Another diary or another entry? Entry. Okay. <laughs> Well, diary, another diary, another edition of the diary. Come How on. many have you got, though? I want to, oh, there's a few. Just... But our... No, I won't go there. Um, yeah. Our what? what? No, I'm not going to go there because right. he's not here. So. Okay. He's, our boss, He's what? in Cancun, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> I saw another video of him. Nah, let, let it go. No one knows who he is, so we shouldn't be talking about no, it. Okay. Let's have a listen. Yesterday, I told you how I got a new greyhound. Well, tonight, Dad decided the dog needed a name. Mum still hates it. So she said, Dennis, we should call it Twiggy after the model. Dad said, why is that, Alvalon? Because it's a bit of a stunner. <laughs> Mum said, because it's all legs and no bridge. Dad wasn't impressed with that diary, and he wasn't impressed with Darren's idea either. Darren wanted to name it after his favourite Port Adelaide footballer and his favourite star from the Sesame Street. He wanted to call it Ebert and Bernie. Oh, hi, Bert. Dad was starting to get angry because we were being silly. Dad said, We should get him a family name into it and call it Jarman's Pride. <laughs> I said, How about Jarman Magic? But Mum said, It'd be silly enough to call anything Jarman Magic. Um. <laughs> Dad tried sucking up to Mum and said, What about the Scottish name for you, look? How about Bonnie Evelyn? But Mum said, Forget her, Dennis. It's your dog. It's got to have your name. Dad looked pretty happy with that until Mum finished her sentence. She said, Dory, I reckon we've got to call it Dennis the Menace. <laughs> what a perfect name. Good night, Dory. <laughs> The menace. There was names everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh, Mutley. Eber and Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with Bernie. <laughs> I actually enjoyed that one. <laughs> He's loving his own work. He's really loving it. Now, highlight tapes, Ben? Yes, let's press play. Mm, if I feature in this, out. Oh, yeah. No, if no you chance. don't feature, 
I'll run out nude it's and do not, three laps of the whole season. It's not highlight tapes. It's blooper tapes. Let's have a listen. <laughs> Lowlights. Oh, after a slick week on the rush hour. Please send us your text message. Zzz. <laughs> it's time Safe. for the highlight tapes. All right. Back again next uh, tomorrow. You can never question this show's sporting knowledge. Who did Should they last play year? Was, was it the Green Packers? <laughs> Honestly. You ought to be shamed this year. <laughs> but our music expertise is also beyond dispute. What musical is this? Sandy. Greece. Greece, yeah. I thought it'd be pretty quick. Come on, Johnny. John's Travolta and Olivia Newton. John. Yes, how good. I got thrills! <laughs> They're multiplying. Please don't ruin it, Bruce. Uh, yeah, opened on this day. Their first time on Broadway, Jazz. Correct. 14th of February. Did you say we've got thrills or chills? <laughs> he said thrills! <laughs> <laughs> Put it in the pile! Madonna. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, she oh, went no, number one with her. Yeah. Albums. No, that's Bon Jovi. ACDC back but on the road. Yes. What, what, what? What was what? happening? Oh, so you don't know, but you've brought no, it up. I, yeah. No, I did get a text so saying the boys are back. back. We're, we're yeah. going to be getting so some Adelaide Oval, yes or no? No. No, they're doing a European tour. <laughs> He's throwing his headphones off. I was going to say, they've just announced nothing to do with the building. He's out. Speaking of music, we were lucky enough to have Blink-182 in town last weekend, but unfortunately, it meant we heard this from Tex Walker. Sound like a two-stroke lawnmower trying to fuck up. If there's one thing we don't stand for on this show, it's butchering a Blink-182 song. He said ain't so, I would not go. Turn the lights off. Carry me home. na 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 You may have noticed we occasionally stuff up a name on air. Is Mitchell Johnson playing for us? Our boy Shut Mitch. up. What's his name? Spencer, Spencer Johnson. Oh. And our cleaner here, Kathy, lovely lady. <laughs> yes, we all love her. Yes, Catherine. she found her. <laughs> Catherine. Uh, let's go. Is it Jason <laughs> from Lindock? Uh, Jason. G'day, guys. Oh, Jason. What mate. The? I've written it down wrong. <laughs> Ed Sheeran. He's a third cousin. Ed Sheeran. Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> it was a That's not his Who name. Sharon's a Sheeran. football jazz. <laughs> Comedians Charles Firth and James Schofield joins us today ahead of the old fringy. And it's Charles Firth and James who? Swamps joins us ahead of their fringe show. But we learnt this week, Jars doesn't just stuff up people's names on it. Jars is star spotting. Hey, that's Buddy Labyrinth, I think. And then he walked again. Yes, yes, it is, Joe. Yeah, just calm down. Yeah, so yeah, then he's gone yeah. to order his meal or whatever and then come back through. Mm. Then he's going, Marcus! <laughs> Marcus! <laughs> Marcus! <laughs> he's trying to say Marnus. And then Joe's is still up and he says, Hey, Marcus! <laughs> Marcus, I'm talking again! Speaking of stuff-ups, here's this week's live reads. Get in the city. Get in the city. Get your teeth working, chicken! If you're thinking about building next year or first home, check out Sterling. No, that does make sense. Oh, no. <laughs> if you're thinking about building your next or first home, now check out Sterling Home because we love these guys. They'll make sure happy, they'll make sure you're happy living in it. <laughs> oh, dear. I've got blisters on my tongue. I've got blisters on my tongue. Mount Barker Auto Group. 
All the big brands under one roof. There's Ford, there's Kia, Hyundai and Mitsubishi. <laughs> what? All the big brands under one roof. Now there's Ford, there's Kia, Hyundai and Mitsubishi. <laughs> And that's the highlights. Oh. Gregory and family, one of our favourite comedians is coming into town. Oh, go. What was that? Highlight <laughs> 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 Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Triple M's rush hour.